Hey, what's up, universe? It is 12.46 a.m. Central Time on Tuesday. Yeah, theoretically, technically, Tuesday, uh, February 9th, 2021. Uh, so this is episode 18 of It's a Choice. And I'm just sitting here tonight um, because today was an interesting day. A choice was made today that has in my life that um, involves me and another person and, we, and we've made this decision before and it's never really kind of stuck, right? Have you ever made a choice to like commit to something or, or do something and you kind of start off and like the wheels just kind of fall off the bus, right? Like you're just not able to, to sustain the commitment to the choice. Uh, a lot of people do this with like, you know, going to the gym and shit like that, New Year's resolutions. This wasn't any of that kind of stuff, but anyway, point is, is that a choice was made, and for the first time ever between me and this other person, it really felt um, like it rang true, like that committing to the choice this time is is real, like we'll, we'll be able to do this um, uh, in a way that we weren't able to do it before. Anyway, I, I say that, I mention that, because I'm sitting here this evening, tonight, actually right before this recording, and, um, you know, I'm... A big part of my, you know, 2020 was, you know, living intentionally and recreating a new foundation and going into 2021, I want to keep doing that. My main focus now um, after 2020 is to live intentionally and be very mindful of what it is that I'm creating, uh, especially since I've gotten rid of literally everything, all of my physical possessions and all of that stuff. So I'm in a very prime state to recreate with, um, with intention. So because of this choice that was made um, earlier today, um, it really feels congruent with me feeling like I'm moving in a direction. And part of that um, is, you know, what am I going to do to like pay the bills, right? So that if you've been following along, that's been definitely a thing over 2020 for me. Um, so I allowed myself to apply for uh, a, a job that... Um, is still within Kansas City, which really goes against how I felt coming back to Kansas City. But the thing about this job is that it really feels right. Um, it feels, I feel connected to it. Like I can step into this role and it will pay my bills. It will actually give me and afford me the stability that I need to get myself back into a position of living intentionally in the way that I want to. Um, and so it's just kind of serendipitous how the timing happened and, and how the events happened. Um, now, of course, I just applied for the job. Uh, I don't necessarily um, have it in this moment, but I feel like the job's mine. And so as I'm feeling into that, you know, it feels congruent and it's a contract job. So it's like five to six months long. And I'm like, okay, I start running the numbers and I'm like, all right, so what what is this going to allow me to do? And the whole reason I'm mentioning all of this stuff is because it really started making me think about my identity and about how almost a year ago, not quite, we're about 10 months or so when I left like my, my job and, um, and got the download to become like a teacher. And, uh, and I'd been working on a new identity of my physical self for, um, for a while I and mean, have been going to the gym and have lost a lot of weight, 
um, or at least a lot of weight and all of that. So anyway, I was thinking back to my identity when I'm running the numbers, the financials. And I was thinking, okay, well, what do I, if I'm living intentionally, and I've definitely thought about this since getting rid of all of my physical stuff, any new things that I bring into my life, anything, anything that I purchase needs to have like a reason. Like it's not, I don't want it to be like whimsical. I don't want it to be like just kind of off the cuff. Um, I want it to be purposeful. I want it to have intention. I want it to have a, a meaning of moving myself forward. And so I'm like making a list of kind of, you know, stuff that I would do with this disposable income, you know, definitely, you know, taking care of my financial obligations uh, that I have. But then also because of, because of this job, I would have the opportunity to start recreating myself too um, in the material realm, right? Like purchasing some things. And I'm like, well, what, what would that be? And what would that look like? And through that process, I started thinking, you know, this really is tied to my identity. And so I, I'm a self-proclaimed word nerd and I like to look up definitions of words because I feel like it's really, it brings clarity. Like we have our own definition of like word, what words are, but when we really look at the definition, it can really start to enrich um, the whole experience. And then I like to look at the etymology too. Like where did the word come from? So as we're talking about identity, um, let me just kind of like go back before I even get to the word identity. Um, I was just thinking about like the, the way that I want to be, right? You know, you go through Jim Fortin's TCP program, you learn about the be, do, have like way of doing things, right? You have to be that person or be that thing. And then you will end up doing those things that the person that is being that you do those things and then you will have that, you know? So if I'm going to be a teacher and do the things that a teacher has and does and have the things that teachers have, um, but outside of my normal story of, of what I think of as a teacher, like when I think of teachers, they're like high school, middle school, elementary school kind of teachers, but that's not, that, that's not the identity I want to have. But anyway, what ways of being, um, am I going to embody? And it just made me think, well, let, let me look up the definition of the word being, right? And the definition of the word being simply is existence. That's like the primary definition is existence. And then the origin of the word being, uh, it, also from circa 1300s, is existence in its most comprehensive sense. Like other words are like condition, state, circumstances, presence, fact of existing, you know, like that's the etymology of the word being. Okay. So like exist, how do I want to exist in my life? Right. How do I intentionally want to exist? And I'm like, well, let's look up the word existence, right? The definition of existence is the fact or state of living or having objective reality. So to be, to be is the fact or state of living or having objective reality. So like to be something is to like, it's a fact, it's a state, it's a way of being, yeah, it's a way of existing, right? So then you get into the etymology of existence and the history of it is from circa 1400s, right? And it's reality, you know, it's um, to stand forth, come out, emerge, appear, be visible, come to light, arise, be produced, turn into. And I found this interesting 
because like I'll get, oh, actually I'll get to that in a second. But yeah, the just keep that in mind with like the next piece here, like to come out, emerge, appear, be visible, come to light, arise, be produced, turn into. That's the etymology of existence. And then there's identity. The fact of being who or what a person or thing is. So the identity is the fact of being. And being is existence. And the history of where existence came from, the word, is to stand forth, come out, emerge, appear, be visible, come to light, arise, be produced be produced, turn into. So identity is the fact of emerging. It's the fact of appearing. It's the fact of becoming visible. It's the fact of coming to light. It's the fact of arising. It's the fact of being produced. It's the fact of turning into that thing. And the reason I bring this about is because like this whole podcast is about choosing, right? It's about choice. And I was thinking, you know, like with identity and choosing the identity and like choosing one's life, like right intentionally, you know, you'll find some people that can just be like, well, you just choose that to be that, right? Like you can just choose to be that. And that's true. The thing that caught me like though is like, like when you read the history of this, right, to be produced, to turn into, that's a... That's a process. Turn into presupposes that it was like one thing and then another, right? To be produced means that it came from nothing into something, right? To come to light means that it came out of darkness, right? To emerge means that it like definitely like, yeah, from, from some awareness, from, from some unawareness to awareness. It's a process is what I'm trying to get to. Choosing your identity and changing your way of being is a process. True, you can just change it if you really didn't have attachments to your old identity, right? But that's the that's kind of the trick, is we all have our identities that we grow into. And then if we wish to change ourselves, if we wish to like reinvent ourselves or recreate our identity, we have to lose that attachment to our old self so that way we can emerge into the new identity. So we become visible in the new identity. So our new identity comes to light so it can be produced or turned or so that we can turn into that new person. And that what got me thinking about this was like, I was looking at like, you know, my expenditures, right? With this new disposable income, I was like, well, like I've definitely had a vision of like how I dress, right? And I'm, you know, if you know me, which a lot of you guys don't, probably don't like intimately know me, but like clothes are just kind of like a necessary evil. Like I would run around naked if I fucking could. Um, they're just kind of a necessary, you know, evil in a way. Like I just, um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't have an attachment to how my, how my clothes like express myself right or uh, I don't view my clothes as a form of my own expression and it, it's not like a, a big thing for me however that being said I have definitely over the last 
year or a little more, I have definitely looked at my clothes as as something I wanted to change is what I'm trying to get to. And I have, I've, I've gotten fitted, I've gotten some good clothes, but I don't wear them all the time. Like if you see the video of this, I'm wearing the same turtleneck for like months and I'm in the same jeans for months. I wash these clothes, but I'm wearing the exact same outfit forever. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't change it up. Uh, so it's extremely static, but I was thinking about like, okay, well I could, choose to be a new identity i can choose an identity where the where my clothes are more part of my expression i can grow into that i could turn into that i can i can produce that i can emerge into this new identity with that and it just got me thinking about these definitions and that connection and how to do that though to allow myself to do that i have to like let go and change and detach my, you know, from my relationship to this current identity, that's like, you know, baggy jeans, turtleneck, same fucking outfit. Like that identity has to be like, like I have to let that go so that I can merge into the new identity that says, you know what? Like, I'm not wearing the clothes. I'm going to wear these like nicer pants. I'm going to wear this like nice button down. I'm going to like enjoy how my body looks in this, in these clothes because I've been working on my body. I'm going to allow that to be a new expression because that's my new identity. But to embrace that new identity, I have to let go of the old one. And I just found the definition of the words to be um, profound, to show that it is a process. To me, it really spoke to the relationship of the old and the new, where it's not just at least for most of us, it's not like a flip of the switch where we're just like, bam, we're like this new identity. It's like, no, like we grew in to the identity that we had and now we're growing out of and into a new identity. So it's not, for most of us, if we're really recreating our whole identity, it's a process. You can't just flip it off and on because there's a whole lot of stuff to unlearn and then there's a whole lot of new things to learn and grow into. Like, you know, when you're born, you're not a college graduate, right? You go through these phases and stages of learning of both in and out of the classroom and all sorts of things of life. So it's, it's a, there's a gradient there. There's a process to get from point A to point B. You know, you can always have your eye on the prize at point B and use that to like, you know, work from, but to like, you know, to actually get there and be there and be there, like in a core, like as a process. So anyway, I just wanted to put that out there. That's, that's really what I got. So I won't keep you guys for much longer than that. So go live an inspired life so you can inspire others to live their authentic and inspired life. Because at the end of the day, living an inspired life is a choice. I love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye.